welcome to the last of the real podcast. You know, we are here again with another insightful, excited, entertainment still episode. Now, with us, we have Stevie Vander Heiden. You know, he has a podcast entitled Three Wheel Bicycle, and he's also a spray paint artist. How are you doing, Stevie? Very good. Thank you for letting me be on the show. Appreciate it. No problem. No problem. We're trying to reach out to everyone. You know, give everyone a voice and a platform to showcase what they're all about. So, Stevie, you know, give us a brief history about yourself and the work you do. Uh, just a spray paint artist. Been doing it for about eight years now. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> and yeah. The, the podcast, the podcast thing, too. Eight years, you've been doing your podcast for eight years. Uh, I've just been doing the podcast for well, a couple years now, a couple years. Okay, yep, so you're, uh, you're a seasoned vet, yeah. Uh, trying, I don't know, <laughs> right, right? Now, I gotta ask the last name. Van der Heiden. Is that German? It is German and Dutch. Okay. And you know what's crazy is like not a lot of people can actually pronounce it right. They always say Van der Heiden. Ah, okay. Yeah, I see. I, yeah, I see where that is. <laughs> see where that's from. So I, I did get it right though. I didn't butcher it. Yeah, no, no, you got it. <laughs> all right, all right. So, all right, another question. How did you get into spray painting first? Uh, well, honestly, I just, like, I don't know. I was, like, sketched okay. and shit like that. And then, like, started with, like, acrylic painting. And then, I don't know, I just saw this thing with, well, I was, like, graffiti too. Right, right. So, like... I don't know. They're just seen in a different format of it, so to speak, and just like ran with it. So can you do like murals and stuff like that? Uh I've only done like one, honestly. Okay. It's like hard to do it around here, I guess. You know what I mean? To be yeah. a like legal or whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> Just yeah, can't spray paint up on some shit. And... Right, right. <laughs> when you hear spray painting, you automatically think graffiti artists, you know. Oh, most city, definitely. Murals. Yeah. Okay. So, like, how did you get into your podcast? Uh, to be honest with you, man, like, I don't know. It was more or less, I just, my grandparents or i was just like uh when we were watching like tv back in the day you know what i mean and they'd be like oh you're really funny you could you know you could do something like that and i was like radio and talk radio you know what I mean? so i just tried to keep running with it try to promote people too you know what i mean Definitely. it's a fun time i dig it <laughs> Definitely. I mean, they say you got to have the voice for radio. The looks for TV and the voice for radio, right? Yeah. Yeah. T-shirt. <laughs> okay. 
Evie, what's up? Not a man. <laughs> yeah, your podcast, Three Wheel Bicycle Podcast. Crazy name, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So tell our tell our audience uh what's your podcast about? Uh well, it's just uh essentially um comedy podcast, try to promote other people, um, stuff around here and uh Casper, Wyoming. Um yeah, and the name just popped up in the garage one night when we were all just sitting around drinking some brews. You guys are always drinking. I, I I took in one of your one of the episodes, and you guys always seem to have fun. Yep, yes, yes, sir. <laughs> I, we I got also, bands and stuff on. Sometimes. Yeah, I also took in um some of your spray paint on your Facebook page and. It's crazy to be honest. Um, it's really dope. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate that. So tell me long hours. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I saw, I saw one with like what a SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love that one. So as a professional spray paint artist, right? How do you manage to stay creative? And where does that creativity come from? Um, holy moly, that's a good question, man. Uh, Apart from drinking the booze, yeah, I don't know honestly. Just sit there and uh, I guess good, tune, good, good, yes, yep, good vibe. Uh, good alcohol, tunage, yeah. I guess it's just the entire vibes thing. Yeah, yep, most definitely. I don't know. It's just. When it's there, it's there, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, Jeremy, you mentioned alcohol, and I had to go get myself a drink as well. So. What you have been drinking? You know, well, currently I'm drinking Kentucky bourbon barrel strawberry ale. Oh, and then oh. after this. So, <laughs> so Stevie, what did, Stevie, what did you, what did you have before you come on this podcast? What's up? Sorry. Well, now, what did you drink before you came on this podcast? Uh, Keystone Light, man. Okay. Keystone okay. Light. It's like a rip-off beer. It's like uh, like the great value version of uh, Coors Light. <laughs> okay, so so <laughs> it's just an off-brand. off-brand yeah, of it's Light. good. It was good, though. It's good. Okay. So, Stevie, <laughs> Um, can you let or you know potential new audience and or listeners know where to find your podcast? Uh, uh, yeah, we're on. Uh, so you can check out the artwork, uh, vendor and design. It's on Facebook. Uh, I'm on TikTok. Well, uh, Stevie Vanderheiden. Uh, the podcast you can. Uh, we're on Spotify, Anchor, YouTube's, all that good stuff, and Facebook. Yeah. I guess we go live on Facebook every Friday, eight PM Mountain Time. Yeah, all right. it's pretty dope. We have wow. fun. You, you, <laughs> we gotta check. We'll definitely be tuning into your podcast, especially on your Facebook live. 
please because, do you know <laughs> that's something that we want to do yeah, yeah man but, we got to spread the love and the support yeah brad yes. I actually, actually steve did invite me uh friday i didn't catch a live show because i got knocked out but i wake up back and catch uh catch the repeat and it was it was entertaining all the episodes are entertaining yeah yeah heck yeah uh yeah, it's so for any listeners, you know, if you want something to laugh about and just a relaxing time, yeah, essentially podcast. Definitely, definitely. Well, Stevie, hey, right, we look forward to catching up with you again. Stay connected, my friend. Oh, and most it a, definitely. It was a pleasure. I, yeah, I appreciate uh, you guys giving me a little bit of time. Amen. No problem. All right, Stevie. We'll catch you later. All right. You guys have a good one. All right. <laughs> later. All right. So that was Stevie Van der Heiden, you know, podcaster and spray paint artist. No. Yep. Now let's move into our EPL roundup. I know everybody's excited about this because we haven't done EPL in a while. Now, how can we not start with the Manchester Derby? Manchester <laughs> United versus Manchester City. Boys against men, I should say, because this wasn't even a derby. Graham. Good night. I mean, don't hide now. What's happening? What's happening? Let me first commend and congratulate um, Manchester City for winning the game. It was literally men against boys. City didn't even come out of first gear. They played with us. It was like an exhibition match, especially in the second half. Man Manchester United could advance in the final third against them. It was that easy. Um, City is a well-oiled machine. You know what I mean? They all them understand Pep's system and play effectively and disciplined to it. And once he's there, success will always be coming to that club. And as a huge Manchester United fan, I have to give them their respects. They are teaching Manchester United how to run a football club. Right. Coming from a dynasty 20 years supporting Manchester United fan. Because we have bankers who, yes, on the commercial side, they're making the club great, but on the football inside, they don't have a clue. You know what I mean? And you see how City have invested and everything played out on the field um, yesterday. It was an embarrassment. You understand? It could have been so much more if David De Gea wasn't dialing back the years when he was the best goalkeeper in the world, although the, the goal that we can see there, the second goal, was semi his fault. Semi his fault because Luke Shaw should have dealt with it. But Luke Shaw has been poor all season, and I'm not a fan of him. You know, I commend him for how well he did last season, but he has sucked him and Maguire this season. And they're showing that they're just not good enough. Um, still have hope for Maguire still, but all in all, Manchester United are serious trouble. Serious, serious trouble. I'm oh, sad. You've made yeah. some points that I really agree with you on. No, David De Gea, he did roll back the clock. But interesting fact now, I don't mean to, you know, rub salt in an open wound, but 
interesting fact, Manchester United had more shots on David De Gea than <laughs> Manchester City. <laughs> Embarrassing. That, hey, listen, that is a first in football history. Embarrassing. It shows the um the, 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 the incompetence of the manager because I have been a staunch what's the word staunch support of Ole because a staunch man, I think staunch is the word of Ole in the sense that he has done well for what he was given after um, the whole Marina debacle and how toxic everything became he really settled the ship and brought a high moral at the club you know going back to the ethos of Sir Alex Ferguson but he has been given to build his own team he has done so barring the defensive midfielder, but he's proving um, that he's out of his depth. Like he has reached his limit and time for a change. And that's just the reality. He has brought us as far as he could. So it's time to change. And, and if Manchester United really want to achieve things going forward, they need to make a decision now. Bring in, um, I would just say, Carlos is what is a phenomenal champions. You got to go. But. We have to really set things right. Bring in a manager that knows what he's doing, not someone who's learning on a job. Because Manchester United have one of the best squads in, 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 in the league. That's and what paper. I'm wondering. How and are you going to call? How are you going to call this season already? And you have one of the best squads in the league. Because reality is who would be best to take the club forward. They're not available right now. Right. They're not available. No. Who are you going to bring in? And it's going to be short term. True. You understand? No, the next point in area, you said City never leave first year. I honestly believe City was in neutral all game long. Let's see. Yes. City, City didn't even need to start the vehicle. They were playing with us. But and they're not you want... Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm saying um, they're not making the change that they need to make because they, everybody sees that Ole is going nowhere with this, with, with, with this team right now. And I need to wait for more um, bad results. Just because we won against Tottenham, who was just as bad as us, we will get better because they are brought in a, a very good manager who doesn't fit Manchester United's um, ethos. But at least he would have been doing a better job because he's a winner. And he knows how to structure a team which Manchester United lacks structure. In nothing well, in our game says organized. It's like, I'm, as I said, um, Ian Wright is proving to be right. As his last name is. When he said, um, yeah. Ole, coaches are vibe. Well, listen, Ryan. You want, you want Ole out? I know everybody else want Ole in. Because as an <laughs> Arsenal fan, I said, give him the key. Like Rhea Ferdinand said, put the contract on the table. Sign the contract. No. Always at the wheel. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're gonna move on from Manchester United. Nah, nah, Manchester. I didn't. I didn't get my input on this. We're not moving no. on until I get my. All right. Because I, Listen, I, I didn't. I didn't no. want to rub salt in the wood. No, no, I've been, been raised. I've been. I've been. I've been raising man for the last five minutes. Are you guys going on about <laughs> Manchester United? Like we're going to spend the entire night talking about Manchester United. Great. Like, that like, like Birdman said, put some respect on my name. I've been waiting. 
Listen, he, rub, rub this out. Rub this out. <laughs> but, but that that was very classy from from Manchester City. It's like like Brian said, they they were in neutral, right? They were in neutral. They didn't even go into first gear. You see, unlike that Liverpool defeat, where Liverpool literally battered you guys and beat you guys like that was personal. This City defeat was just straight class. Like, hey, Manchester United is not up to our standard right now. They didn't even break a sweat. Pep Guardiola didn't even talk to himself on the bench. So how easy that was. But hey. you know what? It must be feel it must be shitty being a Manchester United fan right now. Because when they look left and right, they see they see Tottenham fight, they see tight, they see Tottenham fire their manager, they see Norwich fire their manager, they see Aston Villa um, fire their manager. But when they look, they, they see Ole with a grin on his face. Um ready to drive over a cliff. So, um, but I share sh- no pity for Manchester United. It's quite entertaining for us. So why not, keep, why not keep Ole in the job for the next um, two years? No, why not early to two years? I was thinking more like 10 because you remember who was the laughing stock at the beginning of the season? Yes, because we have three, we have three defeats. Yeah, look at us now. I wonder if we're level on points with Manchester United. Oh, we're we're above you guys. <laughs> no, you already hey. been muted for the last couple of weeks. No, yeah, seriously. Where's the snipes? Honestly, no, no comment on time. I'm just enjoying the Manchester United struggle. Um, of course, remember there was a time when Arsenal get the heavy bash, and of course, when you say nobody watch Arsenal, Arsenal start catching foot right now. What's running himself, say, unless them get to the head of the ship, and now no foot I catch, now I'm going to sink. <laughs> I wish now the best still because I understand that Manchester United seem to don't want to go to that route where the new policy this it seems as a manager feel the fire. I think Manchester United is trying to go away from that. That's what they're trying to do. But football is now. Where football is now. Um, if it's not working, make a change. But who would you get, Ryan? Who's out there? Rhea Ferdinand. Frank Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Lampard, that's a good one. Anyway. Listen, man, just stick with Ole, man. Stick with Ole. Ole just cannot find his rule book or his guidebook at the moment. Just stick with Ole. I agree. Stick but, with Ole. Yeah, stick with Ole. But this week, trust me, I thought this week was going to be cut and dry. Manchester United would lose. You know, Chelsea would win. Liverpool would win, but this weekend, boy, believe me, it continuously, the EPL keeps on showing what's all about. Nobody expected Liverpool to get beat the way they got beat today. So, as no, an Arsenal fan, really? Yeah. We just don't have no confidence in our decision, never mind, to be honest. 
I think Arsenal would have screwed up. You think they were well? Arsenal is, is, is famous for doing that, you know. Yes, man. Every team dropped points around us, and then we went and went. But we, my beer. But we, we almost did. Did you see that 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 joke that um um our keeper our keeper made when he when he ran out and missed the ball? Mm-mm. Yeah, man, he, he did that. <laughs> it was a whole my beer moment, you know. But we we got the win. We got the win. That's all that's important right now. Like you say, an ugly win is better than a, a pretty defeat. Agree. All right. Ryan, Ryan, look like you have something to add. All right. So let's move away from the EPL. And let's talk about the return, Xavi. Can we say the return as a prodigal son or that's, that's for Messi? I mean, uh, I think you can, you can rightly say it. You can yeah. rightly say it. All right, it belongs so. to Messi, but you can rightly say it. The return right. of the prodigal son. It's the return of a prodigal son. But the prodigal son is not going, going back home in, in glory. The prodigal son is pretty much going right into the fire. Oh, and, and that's how it is. It, it's baptism by fire, you know? Yes, yes. Baptism by fire. Um, Listen. Yeah. Some teams have just been on top for so long. They, they forgot that they needed a foundation. No, you know, like it's, it, he's entered into a situation where it's uh, baptism by fire. Yeah. There's, not, there's not even no the time to, Yeah, straight in the fire. There's no time to get your feet with our climatized, just thrown straight in. Now, my thing is, how do you think he'll do? Snipe, what do you say? Um, I think, first thing is first, I'm going to kind of say like a trend these clubs these days where they are going back to they call local heroes and I think Barcelona is in a place where they need that because one of the things local heroes bring is that renewed faith and everybody knows that Xavi literally was the heart of Barcelona when they are playing he's not, he's not just creative but he's a on the field and in the off field Xavi was known as the voice and faith of Barcelona so I think the nickname was the defender of Peter or something to that effect. So I think yeah. Chavez coming in right now, if nothing else, he might bring that spirit to lift the club and we already know enough to deliver the words. Now, as it relates to actual coaching ability, nobody knows what that is. Anything we say now is just speculation. And other people may say he might do good because he needs to play football greater well, but we already know so are two different so categories. The team can get that mental height. Right. For me, it's just the premises and move on and see what I think Barcelona so can get the where they used to be. I think Barcelona but, need but, that they can. How can not be? If nothing yeah. else, 
ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไ
Yeah, yeah some DP and snipe because when they tell them, no. Anyway, we one because this one right here, people. This one right here. I don't know if you guys are all our listeners are aware of drinks champs. You know, if you are aware, you need to check out Kanye West's interview. If not, you definitely need to check out some drinks champs interviews. It's it's very entertaining to say the least. You guys nice. saw Kanye West's interview. Yeah, man, two hours of, of nothing but entertainment. My gosh, man, not even a blockbuster moving on the stage. So. You, know, you know what I like about the, the, the interview? I like how Nori and his team just let Kanye West just talk. They didn't interrupt him. He yeah. Just talked, talked. And that was a good interview, by the way. I think that was the best um, Jing Champs I've watched. Really? My favorite is still DMXs. Yeah, I think that is one of the best. And I think that is one of the biggest big um um drink champs in, in, in the history. I mean, I think currently have over uh, five five million views on YouTube. Wow. Wow. No, I, is it because I agree with of... that. Yeah, go on, start. I would agree that the interview it was entertaining. For the most part, I'm not a big. Outside of his rapping, I'm not a big Kanye fan. There's all these movement he's making and yes. I'm one of those people that's on the fence and like he kinda crazy, don't he? But is he? But at is the same he? time, but that's what I'm saying. At the same time though, when he makes his move, you see how they pay up and they pay up big. So I guess you can say he's approaching doing business. He's very unorthodox, but he's getting there. And to be honest, sitting down, is, I think it's the first time to actually start and listen to Kanye talk. And okay. I'd be like if I say some of the things he's in my talk, you know, open up my eyes to tell. I know that makes sense. But at the same time, I feel like he's one of those persons to me that this whole slavery mentality, he's fighting so hard to get out of it that everything he seems to brand as slavery. So the fact that owning a home is a form of slavery, the white man keeping a dog. And to me, for me, that kind of, yeah, he might have outside of my box now. I can't understand people in this. And some may say, at the time rich, him can't talk so. Because there was a time when Kanye, he might have bought more house, car, money, and all of this. No. Hmm. I agree with you on a snipe. I agree with you, man, because he has a host, right? Holy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't stay. I think I understand where he's coming from because Toa interpreted is like he's saying that, yo, I'm making this much connection, like, Brian, if I come to, to Tennessee where you're at, right? I don't need yeah. to purchase a property over there. Yeah, I can just good. come to your place and just chill like that, you know, yeah. for the amount of time over there. So that's what I interpreted from him, um, from Kanye West. See, no, I interpret it as, I interpret it as if you buy a house, you are now indebted. So you, you are now a financial slave to the mortgage. Yeah, that as well. 
No, but, but him not pay mortgage. But the thing about that, it, yeah, not, that is true. The thing that about is true. it, not, the thing about it, not, in the interview, he said he was not the first to do it. A lot of people, a lot of rich people are doing this. I think he said yes. um, most of them uh, uh, did it as well. Yeah. The part of the interview is me. Yeah, man, go um, and check it out. He said he's not the first to do it. I, I mean, at the end of the, at the end of the day, I, I do see what he's saying in the sense that, yeah, as Brad, as the point Brad was making that, he might necessarily pay a mortgage, but only in a house you do have to pay your, your property tax and all of them things there. But at the end right. of the day, if he's looking at like that, as long as you're making money, you're working for the white man, quote unquote. So him saying yo, you know what? When the seraph have more one house and all of them thing there. Home uh, to him, a home is just him talking to him that. That's where he feels at home. And from that point, I can understand that. Home is where you make it. But in terms of the house and him going on that tangent, I don't. I right, put it this way: if he's not careful or he explains that, lots of people who are following him he might lead them the wrong way. And you know, Kanye West have a lot of followers. Yeah, but that would so be and, that, that would be on them because he's not telling anyone not to purchase a house, you know. At the but stage Peter, where he Peter, no, Peter, well, no, well, not that mindset. At the stage at where he's in in his career, he's saying that yo, I'm not confined to owning a home. I'm just moving from city to city, um, taking Uber and stuff like that. So if you are a follower of Kanye West, right, and you get up and say I don't want to. I don't want to own a house, then that, that's just on you. See, what people that. may not understand you know, is, yes, he's moving from city to city, but in each of these cities, he may have a house. I might have well connection. Exactly. No, Snipe, like you said, he's, he's so focused on this slavery thing that sometimes when you hear him talk, you think, yeah, you're a little bit too obsessed with it. Because you remember, um, I think a few years ago, he did an interview when he said slavery was a choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that, that even, even to this date, I'm wondering, okay, what was Kanye West on that day? Does he have a split personality? Because one time, at one moment, he'll make great sense. And in a split second, he says some rubbish like that. Slavery was a choice. You never get up and decide, say, yo, yeah, yeah. I got slavery today, you know. I got easy in you know, my bed. Again, that was like open to interpretation because maybe he was saying that, hey, when you look through the, 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 the history of slavery, there's like 100 slaves to like what? The, the slave master and just his family, right? Maybe right. he was saying that, why not just riot against them? That it can be interpreted that way as well. True. True. Hey, who tell? Maybe this one is a modern day genius. In some ways, he is, because even the part when he starts about him, hairstyle. And we love when that's about the, the barber, when the barber do it, the barber don't talk about charging. The, the barber feel different. So like, I say, yo, did I really just do this to Kanye with? <laughs> but. <laughs> When Kanye West got down into speaking about him, he said him say, his hairstyle is like a representative representation of his process of doing things. Yeah. And when we say that I'm thinking, it, 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 there's some, it makes some sense to it. And I saw him say to you, say like, as Brian said a while ago, 
him have a split personality. Because one meeting says something like, what, what? When next week you're like, yeah, that, that makes sense. And I, I understand from here, so say like, when it go back, everything will go evenly. And to him, that represents his process of all him doing things from music, business, and so forth. Everything takes time to get to where it needs to be. Yeah. So, I can, I can understand that. And I can understand so, the part that you talk about with his relationship with Kim as well. Um, that was that was an eye opener. Um, he touches on touched that touched on the verses as well, where he said he would need four opponents to challenge him. So you know, honestly, I don't think it's full of himself. I think Kanye West would need four persons to go up against him. Well, if, if, well, no, if so be the case, then I will artist who could say that about. Of course. Exactly. And that is fair to say. That is fair to say. Like, Kanye West is up there. You can't just put him against us one person. I mean, Kanye West could have a verse against himself. But well, on, Jeremy, first of all, mm -hmm. since we are the verses, it depends who is that opponent. Because you can throw Drake in the mix. Him saying we Come don't on, want man. to go up against Drake. It did say it. No, not Drake. Because, you know, him and Drake have this rivalry. But he, said, he said Buster as well. The only person yeah, Kanye West would dirt Buster. The only person he said he wouldn't go up against was um, um Jay-Z because that's his boss. That's his boss, right. Yeah. And Jay-Z would dirt him as well. Dr. Dre, dirt. But what you would Jack, I mean? but what would Dr. Dre go up as a producer or, or as a rapper? Either. Dr. Dre has some really, really good songs, some classics. You forgot the chronic. Yeah, but I'm saying, what would he go up as, as a rapper or a producer? No, he, I go, would he say. could go as a rapper. He could go as a rapper. And he have... And he he have... could go as a rapper. Okay. Uh, see, at the end of the day, for me, Oasis versus, it all comes down to your delivery. Right. Because as, it, as, because as everybody, um, Jada keeps made it clear, when they were going up again... Um, Dipset. 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 Everybody had Dipset to win because Dipset overwhelmingly had more popular songs than um deluxe. That's what the group called. But but and, and, but, and to be fair, pin. and to be fair to deep set, you know, you know deep set didn't really sing um sing all of their popular songs. But stick up in anybody oh, say that, that, that was set. a bad choice singing. But well I know anybody that have deep set beat in the locks obviously has never listened to the locks catalog. Worse, you're in New York City, the home of rap. Well, you have to freestyle I mean, and drop something on the mind. I mean, Brian, people were sleeping on, on Jaru as well. Because people have exactly. uh, Fat Rule. Fat Rule. Could winning. never. Never. Jaru has been so consistent coming up. But like you said, you know, and, the and, verse is delivered. I'm going back to what you said as well, where you said that Kanye West would, would, would floor Buster Ram. I don't think Kanye West would floor Buster Ram. Um, that no. Easy. I don't think. For me, for me, I think Buster is the one person. I'm I'm yet to see anybody who I can say, yo, we we, we beat Buster Rhymes. I, I, I think the perfect yeah. person can go up against Buster Rhymes is Jay-Z. Jay-Z would floor and No. Again, and again, I don't think I think you're losing you're using this floor thing too too loosely. Yes, yeah. yeah. Nah, and I nah, think, man. And I'm I think talking yeah. about the catalog of song. Both have a catalog of song. Brian, Brian, and I'm saying, yeah, I missed the main part. Because I right, look you to see him. Um, Jairo and Fat Joe. Fat Joe yeah. played some big songs. 
but his introduction to each song, you never feel it. And the thing about While that... Gerald, when, he, when Gerald introduced his song, before the song start playing, yes, all right, you feel the vibes. No, so question. And, and, the, and the thing about that in a snipe, Gerald is a performer. He literally yeah. went out there, and that's what Buster Rhyme have, with, with, especially with, with his partner. Um, with, um, what is his partner name? Spliff. What's his name again? Spliff. Spliff um, Star. You ever, yeah. see those, you ever see those guys perform? Jay-Z is not much of yeah, a performer. Jay-Z just playing to rock left and right. No, let me exactly. ask you a question, though. Let's use what the fact, Joe, um, Jarrell example. How many songs Fat Joe have that give you a vibe compared to Jarrell's songs that give you that vibe? To be honest, a lot man, of them. A lot of them. Man, Jarrell's songs that give you a vibe, man. Triple Fat Joe the, the only thing like like what Snipe said that Fat Joe just didn't didn't you could say transition deliver. into his yeah deliver into right. his song. It did the deliverance what was just poor because he did um release um sing some some anthems but yeah like eh so why why just feel like that but when when Jerry that, went into his set it was like oh my god shit you know this this yeah thing. yeah. Because so, even when Padro played his biggest song, Lean Back, um, when he hit me, Lean Back, that song, I love, I'm a vibe to it's me, I listen to it, but the way he presented, when he hit me, just like, nah, okay. nah, not yeah, in proper like Lean Back, and that was his biggest hit. So, as I say, at the end of the day, Jay Z have crazy hits, crazy hits, but I don't see Jay Z as a performer where he's not going to bring that energy for you say, all right. Rock into this and you're here to start going to And Buster is that? That's exactly. That People said right now, the only person they say they're not putting Buster and Zoe is Missy. <laughs> and if you think about it, Missy is an energy person too. Our, I don't our, know who she is. No, our, but our, back old, then, our, our old dirty boss are from Wu-Tang, but unfortunately he's not here. So, so I just the yeah. energy. I just the energy. Another catalog for a seating. No, it both exactly. plays, but, but both plays into both plays now because we're not dismissing one with the other. But what we're saying is that Buster would bring yeah. that energy with his catalog. No, because at, at the end, at the end of the day, you know, Buster, the only 20 songs in the Yaga bring. Buster can easily find 20 hits. Of course, you know we can easily find 20 Jay-Z. Easily can find 200. Delivery. In a matter of check and find a 20 alone in my brain. 20, yeah. But at the end of the day, no. it comes to the delivery of each song. No, what I want to know is that Jay-Z himself, believe it or not, is a performer. Because um, there's, a, 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 there's a program that they do. I think it's Barbershop, where yeah, Jay-Z, um, Jay-Z, LeBron, and a few other people talk. And Jay-Z gives an example of when he saw DMX perform and the level that DMX performed at. He had the whole stadium crying, rocking, cheering and doing everything. And then after all of that, the producers or the, the people in charge said to Jay-Z, all right, your time, go. So Jay-Z said after all of that, he learned that day that, hey, you have to raise your game elevate yourself and can perform too. So, I mean, Managa count Jay-Z out of any conversation. Man. Well, I'm just speaking. His performance is not up to, to, to what a Buster would be. And that's just being honest. Buster is energy. 
bolster his vibes. High energy, yes. Vibes, yes. But you go up and go up to a man that energy, yes. Brian, that is like putting Nas versus um Busta Rhyme. We all know that Nas is one of the greatest rappers of all time. Dirt, yeah. But will will Nas bring that energy on the stage against Busta? Not the amount. Not the amount of Busta. No, that's the same thing we are saying. Jay Z will not bring that much energy. He will bring all the lyrics and everything you can think of, but energy-wise, he will not bring it. I want to see more verses. Yeah. I'm telling you one thing, so when we look at all right, the verses is a stop and go thing. Stop and go. So your turn, next one turn. When right. you perform at a concert, when everybody the concert. Jay-Z, when he play one song and that one song, the catch your vibes, he play along on that. So he doesn't have to be reintroduced to the next song, the next song, the next song. Just once a rhythm kicking, calling whatever song playing, that vibe's going to just keep that flow going. Now, put him in, in a position where he forgot to reintroduce his song. To me, you just can't see him bringing that constant energy up top, up yeah. top where Buster can bring. Now that's why for me, Buster Rhymes when I have a top that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just look at just look at Karis uh, one. Before, before we go up, look at Karis, look at Karis one um versus the other the other day against um Big Daddy. Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, I mean, look at Big Karis Daddy Kane. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw that versus. Karis has always been a boss. But look at his energy. Karis left him. Left him just by energy. That that Listen. and and Daddy Kane is Thank a damn good though. rapper. Thank you. I don't think no, but this is it. But Walana, Walana. KRS One's hit list and catalog also bigger than Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, but we were. And the two of them are two great rappers. Yeah, but we're not talking about the, 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 the catalog, right? From the moment that man stepped on stage, you felt his presence, you felt that vibe, you felt that energy. That's the whole, that's what he used to win that battle. That man is a performance. No. It's like, well, and before we jump back in the um, Kanye West interview, because what we got for Jay Z Buster <laughs> I just want I just want to tell you this. Jay Z, our song, a few songs, matter of fact, but one in particular. When the intro of that start play, shut off light, lock down stage, plug out your mic and go up. The um, niggas, niggas in Paris. Yeah. Oh God, man, the beep on the song, the man. Oh, listen, man. I, I, uh, there is I no song that. out there that you can put in a bottle with that song. That instantly beat every song. Just that beat. All right, so we didn't play the one song. What's the next 19 song? Yeah. Oh, but, remember Jersey we are talking. Yeah, but, but, when, but, when you, but when you play Buster around, put your hands where, where my eyes can see. That alone live the entire crowd. You can't tell me so that now I'm not place. Yeah, yeah but breaking neck. Breaking neck. Break oh, man. When, when the man, oh, when, when oh, Buster Ram, when Buster Ram said, touch it, when Buster Ram said, pass the cavas here, come on, man. Come on. Yeah, listen to Pam Buster, man. Yeah, listen to Pam Buster, man. Yeah, probably. Probably. Jay-Z, 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 J
and Jay-Z. Who you think would be that person? Come on. Yeah, please, on, please. We need come the on. listeners to comment on this. Come on, man. My, my Rhymes versus Jay Z. My thing is, I don't like when Brian said um, Jay Z or Flo Buster Rhymes. Come here, make it look like say. <laughs> yeah, that's an insult. Yeah, that's, that's an insult. insult that's a in, big insult to, to, to Buster Rhymes. Take back that, man. A big insult, lad. Listen, man. You think it's a Buster Rhymes at the baby, one of them, man? Well, everything deals with that. Buster Rhymes is a bigger fight. Who? That was the verses that we needed. That was the verses. You think Buster Energy can match DMX Energy? Oh, yeah, talk about you, think, you think Buster Catalan can match DMX Catalan? Well, well, first of all, Brian. Dark. First of all, we. we RIP to the dog. RIP to the general. But DMX, we all saw the state that DMX was in that night. So. And I like yeah, yeah. So we, we don't need some turbo energy right there. So, but that uh, was the verse. That, that was the verses we need with him and 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 Buster. But so why 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 Buster never answer? Buster Ryan was out there looking for people. DMX is that challenge everybody? So good question. We don't know why the two of them never link up. Answer DMX even go after Eminem because Eminem just are the rumor was uh, who can this uh, challenge him. X step up, yo. I'm ready for dirt. Anybody? No, nah, I wouldn't want, would want to see Eminem in the verses right now because that would probably just be full bias. Of course, it will. It will. I'm it not, will. And I'm I not mean, talking on Eminem part. I'm talking about on the black community part. Exactly. Yeah, Minus, uh, yeah definitely. Eminem will be nobody in the verses. If I'm a black person. You could, you could put up um, 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 two chain on them and against Eminem and two chain come out with me. Uh, soldier. Exactly. You could have put because up as a baby. That, and not only that, when we look at Eminem catalog, as much as he has big song, the type of songs that Eminem have, and not right. necessarily songs that get a hype, because they think it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, right. It's not that kind of vibe you don't get. That so, we are not to Eminem. Eminem, Eminem catalog is more of a clash thing. And <laughs> we clash, you know? Eminem yeah. Yeah. clash? Yeah, man, Eminem can clash, your brother. The, the you mean lyrically? Lyrically, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, man. No, man, yeah, man. Oh, come on, yeah, man. I'm the best in the world. Yeah, man, don't sleep on the dog, man. Uh, but, <laughs> but, yo, we could jump off on Kanye and the drinks something. Yeah, yeah. What, what surprised me the most in his interview is the fact that him and Kim Kardashian are still married. Yeah, he said it wasn't finalized. There's no paper. Right? Yeah, they said they weren't. They're not divorced, so that kind of hit me like, wow. You know, I thought th these guys were done and dusted, split up, and everything because. Yeah. yeah, Brian. To me, it was just an honest interview. A very yeah, man. Interview, a very honest yeah, man. interview. And like I said, Nore um just let Kanye um par. Normally, if you check out the rest of Jing Champs, Nore always interrupted the list. So he just gave Kanye the floor. Yeah, and Kanye was just did it, did it, did this thing. Listen, me. for you to cut your ear like that, you have to be in tune with yourself to just walk around with your style like that. I mean, the you know, um, you know um, there's a part when we thought that pre-Kanye was where I think he's reached the point where this is just me speaking. Like, if he's himself as a god, 
Bro, you yeah, you're the one saying name Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Jesus. everybody they were they brought up like the because they're probably they're making comparison. And it mm-hmm. was like he's the two person them. So if you just say Jay Z and Nas, him and Jay Z and Nas put together. Yeah, no yeah. Matter yeah. who them put, him might say, Oh, put them together, that's me. Yeah, he but he, listen, yeah. Snipe. On, listen, Kanye West has always been arrogant from, from day one. You know, that's always been but one of our Jesus road. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's gotten way out of hand now. I agree, it, it's gotten bad now. Like the man, but the man said, is, I, you know, I don't know when I look into, I think we've become so used to Kanye doing outrageous things is that it's becoming the norm. So the next thing, if we tomorrow we see him coming with one jeans pants and wearing bars that hang out, we're not going to fight him. We're not going to fight him. That's Kanye. We're going to say and that's you know what Kanye would I and, sell? And yeah, that I'm mean, just a get to. Would People would not go buy it. People still are buying years, pay 60,000 US. Yeah, Come yeah. On. Yeah, some rare ones. Now, uh, ugly shoes that I'm not missing out of the world. Yeah, man, I spare shoes, yeah. man. More ugly than 50 cent one, um, that G unit one. Yeah, man. Fully more. Yeah, it's ugly. It's ugly. It's ugly. Yeah, I mean, that G unit shoes was ugly. No, listen, G unit had a variety, and, and some were ugly, some never look bad. Like the Reebok production, them never look bad. Right? But these these Yeezys, listen, man, not even astronaut now wear them, yeah. alien to wear them. <laughs> but look, look how much people buy it. Look, I won't buy that, you know. Stop it, nice. Maybe somebody I listen to this podcast have a easy in them closet. Oh, gosh. Well, Yo, it's if you have a easy in your closet, man, just make a note in the comment. You can't make a note what you pay for it, though. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would never rock, rock one of those shoes. Can you afford one of those shoes? Nope. All right. No, no, let's not. move on. <laughs> let's let's move on. The harder they fall, you know that is one of the biggest movies right now on Netflix. Yes, Netflix can't seem to get it wrong these days. Yeah, for real, for real. Netflix is going hard. Netflix, yes, I'm not gonna get it wrong, but you don't make so much. <laughs> <laughs> so from Squid Game to this, I mean, Netflix just keep rolling out the hits. They're they're. Yeah. Uh, they're a hit factory. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta say, what I love with this, I love the the fact that you know, mainly all black cast and you know, no, one of my favorite the reggae actors, music. the reggae music. Yeah, cannot, music. cannot, cannot. The soundtrack is without equal right now. The soundtrack is on par, man. Yes, man. No, that was no. that was like a movie slash album. Exactly, exactly. And you know what? Idris, Idris showed his, his, his DJ, not his DJing skills, but he showed his love for Jamaican music mm-hmm. in the production of this movie. Mm-hmm. He did well for reggae music. I mean, um, The Promised Land and Here I Come by um, Barrett and Levy are now in the iTunes um, top five. All right, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, and Levy movie, that everybody forgot about. You see this movie though? Um, 
I think it's one of those movies where it, it's like that in the radar. But when you watch it, it's like, well, and this shouldn't be a blockbuster. This should be the next Black Panther. Thank you, interest Thank you, Thank you that, sh- that should yeah. have been in theater yeah. worldwide. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah have... for real. That, that should... and, and this is one of the negatives, though, what I see with these platforms coming up. Streaming platforms? Right. If you make a movie under them, you have a pr- premiere movie with them. Yeah. Chance of it coming out in a theater Limit. and like Limit. Limit. right. And I think it's a movie that should have been mainstream yeah. in theaters. The thing is, you know, Snipes. Um, remember a few episodes ago we talked about the fact that Hollywood, in terms of movie production, has really gone backwards or it's taken a big long slumber. This movie yeah. right here. This movie right here has shown us that, hey, you still have a few people out there that are actually doing their thing creatively. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I I even like what the the producer said at the start. You know, the events did not happen, but these people existed throughout time. Yeah, man, I love that. Because... Stick up in the note. You know, you have some people where when they watch a movie and they see that, oh, this movie is based on a real character, they think that the movie should be historically accurate and it should follow the person line, storyline down to a T. But if you want a movie like that, Jeremy, you go watch a documentary. Yeah, you watch a, I mean, you have to try to spice into the thing. Exactly. Movies are entertainment, documentaries are historical. Yeah. Uh, this bringing back to the point where, well, as I said from the previous episode where we talked, me I said that the movie industry seems to lose its creativity. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Him, not sure I remember his name. Just see Idris. G right. He really brought a different outline to it. As I said, he used real characters, but give them different storyline, and not just a different storyline, but storylines that you enjoy. I'm like the graphic nature of the movie as well. Beautiful. The whole plot, yeah. There were some predictable moments, but nevertheless, it really entertaining. And you see the, the gunslinger, the, the quick draw. That I didn't let me laugh. Snipe, we needed to see that one. Who was the quickest one? Yeah. No, I know, right? So we need for, we need to let all the listeners know. You know if you haven't what? seen it yet, you need to see definitely. You need what, Brian, to go check it out. You know what I like about this, and I'm going back to the the the, the music. Of, you know, you have Dennis Brown, you have Barrington Luke, and we have Cap in the mix as well. You remember yeah. a couple episodes back back ago we were talking about dance hall and trap dance hall and stuff like that. Yes, yes. I hope. I hope. The Jamaican artists out here are paying attention and see what is selling, right? You see what is selling? You see what is coming in, in, in the Blackbuster Black movie? It's not the chopping song. Not right. It's not the chopping song. real music. It is real music. And listen, there's a time and place for, any, for everything because I'm not going to bash them for um, um, their, their music. And if you can't relate to Dennis Brown, I can't relate to Barrington Levy. You must can't relate to Kathy. Pay attention to what Kathy is doing. This is a next movie that features her song, and it won't be the last. 
Her song came in Grand Theft Auto as well. One of the Grand Theft Auto Five, one of the biggest games ever. Yeah, it is one of the biggest games. And it, Grand Theft Auto franchise. Man. And it won't be the last as well. So if artists out here don't want to brush up on them thing, trust me, the only the only um, um movie you're you're saying my feature feature in is a low budget um YouTube release. And yeah. they might get I think a fancy cat. <laughs> <laughs> you're right IT and fantasy but, but, but they need to pay uh, attention Snipe. they need to no, pay it's attention it's a real talk because even yet there was an interview with um, Sean Paul and Shensia and they were saying the exact same thing because Sean Paul was basically saying Shensia said him like dressing like she's going she's making her music in a more global manner but at the same mm-hmm. time still sticking to her roots yeah because at the end of the day yeah, man, because at the end of the day, you never know where music can end up. Because even um, there's a series we started watching recently. Wait, man. For All Mankind. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. that movie is a heavily white movie. Because it, it's based back in the 1960s. And it was white people all about. And to hear Bob Marley's song, Plain I started an inch of one of the episodes. I was like, it, it touched me. Yeah. And I forgot how long you that far, that no. far back. So, Watch this. Stick a pin Stick a pin, right? Yes, you know, you may have the argument that Bob Marley is Bob Marley, but watch this. You know, Coffee's music actually reached into the White House. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Barack Obama and Michelle Obama actually used to listen to Coffee. Yeah. They had it on their playlist. And a next crazy thing Jimmy Cliff. Jimmy Cliff, some of his songs, even if people don't have a clue who Jimmy Cliff is, because I know my wife, my wife didn't have a clue who Jimmy Cliff is, right? But still, she has heard these songs in movies before. So like I said, artists, up-and-coming artists, you know, need for tech note. Yeah, they, they need another thing we look into, as mm-hmm. Pinto mentioned, that um, Barrington Levy is now the top five on Spotify. When people watch a good movie and it, it, it they really feel it, they yeah. tend to want to go and research. Yeah. Get me? Because even all of these people, a couple of these people were, I don't know, in the movie, I never know them exist. I go research who is. Um, Jim quick draw and all of them people there just yeah. to get an idea who they are where they come from. So yeah. getting the music in a movie, somebody here can say, yo, yeah. Hey, I'm and the same with Dennis Browner, um Dennis Brown as well. You, you run and you look up those artists and you say, Yeah, you know, we can we can vibe to it. But you know what, Snipe? You know, growing up, we never see a lot of black western movie right it was always just like True. the white western oh. uh, movie so because even when i was telling um my girl that hey when i was watching western movie they always said the fastest um gun singer in the west was billy the kid yeah and here that like what brian said no we have a cast that um uh, you know it's black people and and these are our true characters so i really love the direction um of that movie Definitely, definitely. And, uh, and not only that, 
even me also looking out for whatever this director, whatever else he may be bringing to the forefront. Agree, agree. Because I just yes. think that that kind of creativity, he might come with something else. And if he can keep me anything like that, I might be a new fan of his. <laughs> yeah, well, what I have to say, Jamaican artists, brush up on the thing. All right. And for all our listeners who haven't watched it as yet, go and check it out. The harder they fall. It is a good one. I know next thing. And next thing we're catching to it too, why Jamaican security is very similar to our one of our biggest movies, the harder they come. Yeah, I was just getting there in exactly. A, I was just getting there. So uh, it's hard not to think that the director was heavily influenced by Jamaica. I mean, listen, Jamaica is a global brand. You know? Jamaica itself is a global brand, and we have continued to produce on the global scale time and time again. So, you know, obviously people, people will love Jamaica and gravitate to whatever Jamaicans come up with. My thing is, Brian, um, a little bit off topic, I just want more of our artists and just trans transition into to do what the Champagne and the Shaggy and the Papi are doing. Right? You, you Some can't conscious just, music. Yeah, you can't just focus on Jamaica and the 14 parish and you can release a song where everybody will get hype up over. I mean, and you can just focus on, oh yeah, my son will get a visa, but that just go up Brooklyn, Jersey, but, and then plays it. Yeah, exactly. The boroughs. But this is it now, Jermaine. Um, Shaggy had mentioned this in an interview a while back. What most artists look for is the, the payday, today, today payday. Because he gave the, the example, and not the long right, run. not the long run. He gave the example of an artist that will not do a free show for the Grammys or BBC or something because they will they want to go get paid to do a stage show. Exactly. Yet, when you do a free show for the Grammys or BBC, the you know everybody in the world see you. Yeah, it's just, it's just like we copy right now. Everybody's listener song that that. Everybody. That, that's one of the most streamed movie in Jamaica right now, and it's that is streaming all over the world. Look, look at Grand Theft Auto Five. That game can't stop playing our song, isn't it, right now? So, if, like I said, if you want to focus on your chopping song in your little box, go ahead, chop all you want. And <laughs> know, but I was saying something to, to somebody at the end of keep on this topic here, where I don't know if it's just me, but I find that music is. It's become very niche where it's like in our, in our box and the niche in the sense that I don't see it growing as that explosive. Um, what would I say? I put it this way. Back in the days, you have some song where I'll, a year, I still a hit song. Which oh, song you mean the self-worth? Yeah, which they can't think in the modern day now where you say, all right, it dropped to them probably for the next two, three, four weeks, yeah, it's big, and then after it just... Yeah, 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 because you don't really find them Sunday again. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, may I totally agree with you, Snipe. These things, like I said, them fit in our niche, in our niche, right? So right now, again, the niche is the, the scamming song, right? And everybody mm -hmm. are run with the scamming song, but it's seasonal because maybe in the next two months it, it becomes stale. 
back in the days when you hear Elton Man say signal the plane, you put a signal the plane right through the year and it never gets stale. Pan the river, pan yes, the bar, never gets stale. You signal the plane now twice on Christmas. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I, mean, I, mean, I was saying to the person, I, mean, I said, yo, what is happening with this niche thing is why they're not having this long shelf life. When the niche hit us, we get the same thing from every different artist. So, but eventually, unconsciously, we get tired of it. And then, because back then, you have artists that put out different variation. So you get used to this hit music and then there's somebody could something different that hit you different and you hold on the fella year two, three. With the new song, you constantly it bombard you. After all, you just get tired and so there's no way you can be getting a chef life from your book because you're tired of it. Exactly. So you step out and start singing different, different man. Yeah, not until somebody come out and say, maybe starting more rich life, then say everybody starts singing more rich life. No people, yeah, they just so... want to see one hit. Them just want to see you sing something different and it hit, then they might jump on it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the, the creativity is not there. The, the, yes. the content the, is not there. Exactly. The beats are definitely not, not there because I don't know what kind of beats are these. And listen, me, this is not we bashing. We're not bashing, right? Like we said, there's a time and place for everything. If that's your creativity, then by all means. But you must have eyes can see and say, yo, you know, you know, say at the old time 90s music coming up to the to the early 2000 um, um dance music, reggae music, I said, maybe we need to go back to that. You know, make we not abandon the thing. And when I have to go back alone, they can go forward where we can step out of what is happening. But, but, but Snipe, you know, the funniest thing about them, step out, you know, about them totally forget the roots. Well, true. That, true. Is that is it. Not that only is that, it. the younger artists them tend to bash the, the, the roots too. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem I like. Them step out and them gone lift it. And you know what? This movie showed you. This movie has shown us that, listen, our roots is vital. I mean, sure. who would have thought? Who would have thought a movie like this would have so many Jamaican songs from back in the day? Not me. Not, definitely not me. I've seen the trailer three times before I've seen this, and at no point in time did I expect that. Yeah, man, the, the, but, the movie was it, it's gravitating like great, great actors, actress. Yeah, it was our own a damn good project. And I like that the, the, the spoilers, the, the surprises that they were in the movie took us, even the, the last part. I didn't see that coming. I don't yeah. want to spoil it for those when I watch it, but that Spoiler last part alert. when they find out who is who. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Many of us see that coming, and that was a nice surprise for me. Yeah. But, but you know, Snipe, I started start to have this kind of feeling, you know, when him take up the ring and him seem very attached to it. All right. Said, spoil alert. <laughs> Let's not spoil it. Let's not spoil it. You know what? Yeah. You're right. You know, fans go out and, and look at it. And in that said, you know we're gonna we're gonna leave it right here tonight. You know again, guys, we want you to like, share, comment, subscribe. Definitely leave your comment on who you think would win in a versus Buster Rhymes versus Jay Z, right? You break your neck versus Hova. Hova. And check us out on you know Spotify. We're on Spotify now. We're on Google you know, Podcasts we're, we're, as well. We're, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts, we're there. 
And for all those that, you know, still we talk every day, but you haven't subscribed yet, Jeremy and we what? We see you. We see you. See you. <laughs> so, until then, people, this is your host, Zane, straight and plain saying, walk good, check out the movie, The Harder They Fall. Until then, man them, safe travel for the gravel. Yeah, and pressure Swiss beat make Jay-Z go up against Buster Ram. We need it. <laughs> Dirt. <laughs>